Welcome back to Autopsy of a Horror Movie. My name is Brucker, and today I am joined by three really awesome guests. I am joined by Nate, Levi, and Rachel. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Will you please introduce yourselves so that, so that way everybody could get your voices with your names? Starting with I, Nate. <laughs> yeah, we'll start with Nate. Yeah. Yes. I guess we'll go in the order that you said it. Yeah, I'm Nate. <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to be polite. I was going to let you guys go first. but You're a yeah. true gentleman. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm Levi, and then my and, wife Rachel, and I am Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, this is a really fun reunion because all mm. three of you were uh, host or guest host with me on Film on the Rocks, and mm-hmm. this is actually the first time all four of us have been on a recording together, which I never thought it would be on this podcast. But uh, right. thank you guys so much for coming on. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, man, such Thanks an honor. I know, spooky seasons. So today, if people can tell from the title of the episode, today we are talking about a really awesome anthology movie from 2015. It is called The Tales of Halloween. Actually, more correctly, Tales of Halloween. No the. Um, Drop the the. It's cleaner. Yes. Cleaner, less words. You don't have to pay for it. I made all that up. Um, so, (laughs) So what we're going to do today is we are going to be going through the 10 short stories in this anthology movie discussing them what we liked about them what we didn't and we'll we will be ranking them we haven't spoken with each other about what we liked where we have things this was especially hard for levi and rachel (laughs) the the married couple in the group uh but i really appreciate everybody uh doing this and y'all two were talking about how y'all haven't even like shared any sort of like comments or anything about this movie so far but we definitely had i had my my notepad with me and rachel was typing stuff on her phone we were like sitting away from each other on the couch <laughs> yeah so that we couldn't cheat off of each other's that's notes. right that's yeah. right he said no peeking <laughs> yeah i appreciate that you guys didn't come in here with like a shared mind you yes. know what i mean mm-hmm. nope. and we were we would be so different on it anyway like i love horror and he does not so. uh, I, well, I, okay so the yeah our our <laughs> our relationship is very much where being scared is something that I don't naturally run to. And being scared is something that she definitely runs mm, to. Love it. And so, like, what we saw, we saw, uh, like, it, it Chapter 1 and 2. This is the most recent thing I can think of. In we saw theaters. It Chapter 1 and 2 both in theaters. And the first time we saw it together, she's like, oh, my gosh, so good. And I can appreciate it. Like, oh, my gosh, that was so good. But I had nightmares for, like, a week. So <laughs> so the, what you do is the second time you go in, you get liquored up. And you get, a, like, it's it's a lot. You can sit through it, and it doesn't doesn't sit as heavily. But with stuff like this where it's, like, you know, like, 10-minute segments or 15 mm-hmm. minutes or whatever. And you can appreciate it for what it's doing in the moment. And it doesn't, like, there's not, it's, it's not as many, I don't know, the jump scare. It's not just mm-hmm. jump scares. It's a lot of visual thinking sometimes it's what now it, like thinking it reminded yeah. me a lot of the scary stories anthologies yeah. which i feel like was my childhood introduction to fear yeah and i loved like some of them still to this day like the prom girl that crashes the car i like still think about the that. girl with the ribbon around her neck or classic yeah. yeah totally uh neat uh, what's I, I know like we've all been podcasting together but for the people listening what's kind of your relationship with horror because i really put you through the ringer last year on Film of the <laughs> october <laughs> yeah yeah man you made me watch all those scary movies um i don't know i i think in real life like i would be down to like ghost hunt or something like something like that that's fun uh but like in the movies and stuff um 
I don't know. I wasn't like a big fan of horror. And what really put the nail in the coffin for me was watching that movie Hereditary. Have you guys oh, seen it? No. Oh, no. No. That's my, I don't watch anything he does. That's my limit. Okay. Yeah. And it, that movie just messed me up. And I was like, you know what? I don't think, I don't think this is my genre. And I did, I had literally had <laughs> just didn't watch horror at all until October when Brucker made me watch like 50 different horror movies. We went hard. Eight. Yeah. We, I think we did like oh. 11 episodes in October. Yeah. We, yeah. We went nuts. And it had its effect on me, and I was like, "This, I hate this." <laughs> oh no! Yeah, uh, but, but this wasn't that bad. This wasn't—I didn't know what to expect. Uh, this is my first time uh, seeing any of these, mm-hmm. and I didn't know it was going to be the way it was. I don't know. It reminded me of like a high school video production type thing, but like a better quality. Well, it'll say better quality. Yeah. So I was going to ask: oh, yeah. um, had, had people before I brought it up to to you guys? Had y'all heard of Tales of Halloween before? I had heard of it, but I hadn't seen it. Um, so yeah, this is my first time watching it, but I had heard of it before. Kara, who I think you've, we've had on Film on the Rocks, she's the one who told me about it, and I'd, I'd never seen hmm. it before. It's um, it's a movie... So this didn't have... It's kind of interesting looking at the history of this. So this whole anthology movie was created by this Belgian uh, actor, writer, director named uh, Axel Carolyn, um, who has... She's done some. She's done some stuff since this. She did. She directed an episode of The Haunting of Bly Manor, that follow up to The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Um, she also directed what is currently my favorite story from season two of Creep Show on Shudder, uh, which is episode two the of season two, the first story uh, called uh, Dead in Breakfast. It's about like a kind of like a haunted attraction. Uh, bed and breakfast but it's called dead and breakfast and then ali larder is the guest star in it anyways so that's what like some stuff that she's done she also directed specifically she directed the fifth short story in this the grim grinning ghost which save your opinions we will get there. okay 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 but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh this, so i this appeared at a uh i think a fangoria film festival in in montreal in 2013 14 2015 i think um it only had like a very limited release it didn't have like a big theatrical release it's only its box office total was only a little bit over four hundred thousand dollars but it kind of went straight to streaming which i think is a pretty good home for it because yeah um i will say i i really like this movie um this Mm -hmm. is for this recording this was my fourth time watching it i think um and i gotta say i appreciate it more each time i watch it this mm. was I discovered this movie like I don't know like three like 2017 I'll say that for sure. future listeners when they listen <laughs> to this like when was three years ago or, yeah right, right. <laughs> um I just it was on Netflix actually I just like caught it one random night and watched it I was like this was so much fun I'm like in the mood for Halloween now um mm. did so we're doing this episode because the horror community is really pushing for this thing i've never heard of called halloween so april mm. we are six months from halloween and they were kind of saying this in all like the, the shutter press emails i was like i've never heard of people talking about halloween but people are really pushing it this year yeah. um and i thought why not get into it and just try to get into the spirit a little bit um so how, how did you all feel after watching this were you all kind of into spirits or were you all kind of just like that was a weird movie uh, <laughs> I thought it was weird. <laughs> I did. Uh, I could see where it would get like people who are super into Halloween into the Halloween spirit, but for me myself, I was a little hungry, so I kind of was like 
thinking about that more so. I was <laughs> mm-hmm. a little grumpy, you know what I mean? Primal instincts yeah. were, were kicking in, yeah. and you need to, you need to yeah. go hunt and gather. Yeah. You were hangrowing. <laughs> oh. Did you just say hangrowing? Hangrowing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Trademarked. <laughs> Trademark hangrowing. Um, I feel like that was safe. I feel like you didn't need to do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, now it's mine. I just yeah, now it belongs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually, it's so funny that you even asked that. We have been trying to watch The Haunting of Hill House. Um, so meaning I was trying to get him through The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. And <laughs> this genuinely, like, there were moments in the anthology that were unsettling or had really good camera work. And I was like, I want to go back to that. I am back in the mood for spooky. But it was so, but it was so good. Like I, like I, I appreciate, I appreciate a movie with really good, again, you know, no, I won't, I won't touch on any specifics until we get there, Mm -hmm. but good camera work, good cinematography, good effects, Mm -hmm. natural, natural effects. Big Mm -hmm. fan of that. Like a lot anything that effects in this, which I love. Yeah. 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 More practical stuff. Anything that is an homage to like, you know, or, or or is reminiscent of like the same stuff that in the classic, you know, original Star Wars trilogy or like anything Peter Jackson did in the original Lord of the Rings. It's like, like just is so, is so good. And I mean, it's, uh, yeah, with, with the haunting of Hill House, she said the reason that we haven't gone back to it is because the first time we actually watched it, we, we had just bought uh, our, our first home. And we literally, it was our first night staying in our new home. And we hadn't, like, all of our furniture Rachel, wasn't there. This is, <laughs> yeah. Strategically, <laughs> this is, I okay. see the flaws in yeah, this. I'm it, seeing the cracks. Uh, thank you. It was not my best thank plan. You. This it was, was me going into the house full of chainsaws. It was no, not my best Yeah, plan. exactly. The meat hooks. And no, we had no bed frame. It's just a mattress on the floor. We should watch it. Let's watch Haunting Hill House. Babe, I don't know if we should do that. It's a, no, 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 no. We should totally do it. I said, okay. I just so you know, on the record, I said this was a bad idea. We'll go for it. We watched two episodes. I said, okay, I think that's good for now. We turned it off. And we heard one, one creak or whatever. What was that, babe? I think someone's in the house. Honey, I know. I told you. No, I really think someone. And I'm walking around with a baseball bat around our new, brand new, completely empty house and just checking corners and stuff. And I said, number one, I told you. I told you. So now, I mean, we're, we're probably going to go back to it because the two episodes we did watch were mm-hmm. so good. And this it's really great. put me back into the mood for it. Like, oh, yeah. this anthology oh, yeah. did have some great moments of tension. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I will say, I've how I've always explained this to people that haven't seen Tales of Halloween, I've always described it as a lower budget trick or treat. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel yeah. like I feel like it, it it's it's a little bit better than that after watching it for the fourth time. Um, I don't know if you ever seen yeah. Trick or Treat, Nate. That no. is, it, it's a pretty, no. um, I'll say famous. I'll say like, it's a pretty like famous horror anthology movie that's very well received by uh, you know people who like horror movies. Um, and I think that one only has four or five. I think five shorts in it. So this one has ten. So it doubles it but mm-hmm. um yeah so suck it trick or treat um <laughs> <laughs> uh, i will say a, a common theme in tales of halloween that i found extremely odd was that there's so much violence against children in these mm-hmm. stories that was that was something that really mm-hmm. stuck out to me this time it's like wow there's a lot of like mm-hmm. children committing violence or violence being committed to them in most of these yeah. stories it was, it was very yeah. odd and i wonder it's, it's go ahead no Sorry. go ahead nate no. Well, no, I was going to say it's funny that you say that because when I was watching it, um, I was really comparing it to like really good episodes of Goosebumps. Yeah. And with all the uh, children in it, because that's kind of what like triggered it in my mind uh, for myself. But that's a no, that's nice a little callback. No, that's a, I like that. That's a good point yeah. because I really feel like that this movie is like really, 
I mean, it has the word Halloween in it, but it's very much just like getting into the like spirit and essence of like Halloween, which is for kids. And so there's mm-hmm. a lot of, so I guess it kind of made right. sense. So like, that's why like kids are kind of like the, uh, people's childhoods either being ruined or amplified in some sort of sense. It's just like right. the, there's pulsating through all these different stories. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And a lot of these, the parents are kind of causing it or ignoring it in some of them. So it's, it's totally. kind of interesting that that, it, it, that really stuck out to me on this watch. Yeah, I think it's, I, I would, I would agree. I think it's cause it's, it's clearly geared towards, I mean, like this, the story and the way that it's made is geared towards adults. Like it's not something that children mm-hmm. are probably watching given all the violence, but given the fact, like to your point that Halloween is geared towards kind of the, our early childhood, this was triggering something in us. At least this is for me is throwing us back to when we were kids. Oh my gosh, we think trick or treating, we're putting ourselves back into, you know, gosh however old i was levi as batman or or Mm -hmm. yoda or you know or woody from toy story or whatever and the idea of like someone coming out and pulling you into their house or someone come like oh it's the kid that you you as the kid stabbing someone or whatever you're like oh my Mm -hmm. gosh like like, it puts you back in that moment and kind of getting like a little bit older mischief night was like at least one of these stories i think so yeah it was it was it was kind of interesting just seeing all that i will say one thing that I wish that we got was we do have one ghost story in this, but I wish that we had like a haunted house or a graveyard setting. That's the only mm. thing I was like really uh, jonesing for after watching this. I wish we had a haunted house or graveyard in this. Mm, yeah, that would have been good. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So here's how today's going to go. We will go through each uh, short chronologically. I will kind of give a quick summary. We'll go around the horn saying what our ranking is, and then we'll have kind of like an open discussion about like why we ranked it, where we did. Um, it's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. So if you haven't seen this, spoiler warning, <laughs> go go to Shudder, go on Tubi. It's on Tubi for free right now, I found out. So um, watch, uh. watch Tales of Halloween. It's also on Crackle with hella commercials, so <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. If you really like commercials. That's the Crackle way. Yeah. That's the scariest part, man. The commercials. <laughs> I think that also affected this review. So. Oh. That's fair. That also makes you hangroween. Oh. <laughs> oh, So our first story is called Sweet Tooth. Um, this one is a very typical Halloween night babysitting story. They're telling the babysitters are telling the kid about this urban legend of this guy named Sweet Tooth, and if you don't leave him out candy, he's going to rip out your innards and eat the candy inside your stomach. Um, let's go around the horn. Uh, we'll start with Nate, and then we'll go Nate, Rachel, Levi, me, uh, just what where this sits in your rankings. Mine was five out of ten. Oh, mine was five out of ten. There you go. Oh. Okay, and mine's gonna be a little out there. I, I, it's weird this being right off the top. This was my number one out of ten. Sweet tooth was your number oh, one. Man. Sweet tooth was, I was my not number one. Guess I guess that. I have this at number two. I have this at number two. I it own... was Brooker. It was I was this close. Like I was so close. Sweet tooth. Sweet tooth and my number two. We're back and forth, Same. and I ended up going on Sweet Tooth. When we get to my number two, I'll explain. I can explain. Okay, that convince me. Same. I want to know why this was so. I high. loved Sweet okay. Tooth. Sweet Tooth was the the story oh, was unique. Yes. I thought the story was so unique. The camera work was incredible. The flashback was so good. The the I thought out of all of them, specific effects like the effects of the the camera angle 
the blood and the placement. I thought it was like the, the actual practical effects. I thought it was the best in the in the whole series, or at least I, close to the top. Uh, yes, this is like one A one B for me, but I went with number two, just yeah. like you said. We'll get to it when I get there, yeah. but because this yeah. one felt like this was like the perfect way to start off, like yes, a, like a a night of Halloween, because it's at like the end yeah. of it, trick or treating, and it's so because it felt like John Carpenter. It felt like Halloween yeah. seventy six, seventy four, seventy eight, whenever that came out. Yeah, it's seventy eight, I think. Uh, it really felt like that because it's just babysitters and mm-hmm. something bad happens to them and they're breaking the rules, they're making out, yeah. they're not pay- paying attention to them. And yeah. the subversion of the sweet tooth monster is what really got me because in the flashbacks, we just see this little kid. So I was expecting like a goblin little kid to show up, but it's this fucking yes. thing. It completely subverted yes. my expectations. And- oh my gosh, dude. Whenever he's... Because I-, I was thinking the same thing that he was going to like come and steal it. But then... She's sitting there and she's like, you know, hey, are you out of bed? And then you hear trick or treat. And then you're like, oh my gosh, it's oh, it's oh. And it just, it everything gets a lot scarier and more intense. And like they're laying there with their guts all over, like, oh, it's so good. And they don't linger on it too much for you to like see the seams. It's just like blood and guts and then quickly onto something else. It, exactly. And even the transitions I thought were so good. Like he's. He's, when they're telling the story, the flashback was so well done. Which was but really the, gross, too. I hated, I hated yeah. that the parents were making out over a piece of a Reese's cup. That was disgusting. Yeah. That would also yeah. make me into they, a They definitely killer. were having sex on that candy. <laughs> like, uh, I would also murder my parents if I had to have yeah. sex this, over This Reese's episode cup. was like, yeah, it was a little too kinky, honestly, for me. Yeah, <laughs> that, was the, was, that was the one scene I was like, ah, oh, come on. But that moment where he eats all the candy and they go... He needs more, and he gets that smile, and he slowly turns his head. And I looked at Ra- in that moment. I looked at Rachel. I said, oh, "I think he's gonna eat the candy inside of the parents' stomachs." And then it's him reaching in the can. I'm like, "Oh gosh, it's so good. Oh, it's so gross, but it's so good." <laughs> so, so Nate and Rachel, what? Where was his losing points with y'all? So y'all have kind of have in the middle of the road. Um, for me, something I really value in horror is closing the loop. And this is a very random one, but it was like, okay, so he murders his parents and then he eats their, their tum-tum yum-yums, I guess. Um, <laughs> and it was like hard cut. That's it was good. It was like his spirit haunts them. And truly, since it felt like such a Halloween like retelling, I was like, where does the kid go? Like, does he go to a facility? What do you mean his spirit haunts them? Like, is it his spirit? Is it his person? Like, what happens after he's discovered murdering his parents? And so that kind of lost points for me. Two, I'm just like asshole boyfriends, which really could be like the theme of most of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait till we get our second like, story, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the I could okay, back we'll, to back. We'll, that was we'll, tough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but um, those. So like, not closing the loop on what happens to him after he murders his parents. Um, and I truly am not like you'll see from my later ratings that I really love blood and guts not being visual like i love some subtle gore mm. and so this was this is a lot of gore in your Too face much gore for I you. this was fairly i think given most horror stories this was pretty subtle gore i mean that was a lot of organs it was, they definitely it, it went was to a the lot organs, organs out of the mouth yeah that's, that's yes. that, that sticks with you you know yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. that's but that was it for me i didn't hate it but just, I, is there not like a completion of the loop? I, I at least I, I thought the ending was so. Oh, the ending was phenomenal. Of like almost like a like the cycle is complete, but then recontinues as this kid is put in place. He's get blamed. Well, mm-hmm. it, well, gets blamed. But I almost thought saw him as the new. 
sweet Ooh, too because yeah. like they he, ate like it. he might have done it I was right exactly that, like, i was yeah. kind of leaves yeah. it in the open of like is there a sweet tooth or did this kid because he turns around and he doesn't say oh my gosh they are dead i don't know what happened he turns around and his explanation is they ate all my candy mm-hmm. and then it cuts like he is he the new sweet tooth did he kill them and eat them or is that. he i don't know yeah, I, I, I love an unsettling ending i do think it had one of the stronger oh yeah endings. it was so good but nate what'd you think um, I, I personally thought this one, for me, suffered the consequences of not having any other uh, shorts for context of like what to expect. I wasn't mm-hmm. warmed up or anything like I was for the other ones. So in that situation, I was like, okay, that seemed very tame for what I thought this was going to be uh, in the long run. So I thought it was like a good appetizer, something to start you off with to get you going for the rest of them. But like thinking back like in comparison i was like i wasn't really wowed i didn't nothing That's really fair. nothing was super memorable except for that final scene where it was kind of i felt like it was left up to your interpretation of oh snap mm. did this kid did he do it did he like fulfill kind of like what levi was saying before like did he fulfill not like a, a prophecy but just like did he was he possessed by sweet tooth mm-hmm. or something yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. i i do have two fun facts that might make you like this a little bit more uh, the first one is that the so in the flashback, the mom, Sweet Tooth's mom, uh, she is played by Caroline Williams, who played Stretch in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. And now cool. this is going to blow you guys' minds. There's a Star Wars tie to Sweet Tooth. The, I'm ready. The, the dad of the babysitter, the guy who comes home and the, the dad and mom are like making out in the kitchen. That dad is uh, Greg Grunberg, Snap, in the sequel trilogy. Oh, yeah, Snap Wexley. Yeah. yeah. There were a lot Whoa. of Star Wars people in this, actually. That's the only one I caught, but, okay, if you caught one, oh, let me know. Oh, there's, there's, there's one down one. the road that I I lost my mind. Well, yeah, I think Nate yeah. and I are on the same page. I we'll think get there. Le- Le- yeah, yeah. 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 Levi knows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. So the second story is The Night Billy Raised Hell. Um, mm-hmm. This was directed by Darren Lynn Bowsman, who directed Saws 2, 3, and 4, and he's doing Spiral, that one with uh, Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. He directed this one as well. Whoa. That feels so... I literally wrote, is this just a Saw movie Holy in my notes? So, <laughs> That's just, so funny. Just as a refresher for the listeners, uh, The Night Billy Raised Hell, this is the one where... Uh, these two really shitty teenagers are bullying a little kid and telling him that he needs to pull pranks. And he yeah. accidentally knocks on the devil's door and the devil and Billy go and do pranks all night. But at the end, it isn't Billy, but Billy gets blamed for it. And I'm going to leave it at that. Um, yeah. So the night that Billy raised hell, uh, going Nate, Rachel, Levi, me, where, where do you have it in your rankings? Um, I have this at, now I'm questioning it, number four out of ten. I have it at number seven. I also have it at number seven. <gasps> we are so in sync. I have it at number eight. <gasps> I. <laughs> so so Nate, would would you please okay. lead us lead us? Yeah, in explain how this is uh, number four. Which is okay. fine. You're, it's totally okay to have. No, this. justify no, your bad choices. No, th- Nate. I I enjoyed Nate. watching it. I enjoyed the time. I, think, I did. Honestly, I think Nate is. I feel like we're all like defending Nate here for a second. I think. <laughs> I think no, but from from like on you know being on horse subreddits yeah. and everything, I've seen people talk about this. I know a lot of people. I think most people in the community really like this story. So I feel like Nate is in 
is in is in the same vein as like most people that watch this movie. But Nate the common yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the night John Doe over the, here, the yeah. everyman. Yes, that's right. Yes, uh, I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was kind of cracking me up, man, and it had it got me uh, with some shocking, some shocking turn of events, like when he just shivved that dentist. <laughs> I, I, I just wasn't expecting that. You know, <laughs> I was yeah. just like, wait, yeah. what? Because I, I don't know, man. I just. It just it didn't have that tone. Like everybody was getting super hot about his mom, so I thought she was gonna like have some sort of play. But then I just realized it was like an ongoing gag that everybody said. They just let and you just like that, you know? It's like, yeah, right, right. Yeah, and it was just like so over the top. Where uh, after the shiving, all of the kills just got more and more outrageous. Uh, like the he's holding people up at gunpoint. <laughs> I, I didn't laugh at that. That is funny. It's <laughs> putting a bear trap and is set on fire. And it was just hilarious. I was like, what? This is just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So it got me in like a, it got me laughing. I was definitely chuckling. This is probably the only one I laughed uh, throughout the whole time, which is probably why I felt good about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> ranked it so high. My, uh, yeah. my, my big thing is that I would have, put this much higher if it didn't end with billy getting killed by the police like <laughs> because 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 the people that yeah. deserved like todd the, the 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 shithead boyfriend that was picking on yeah. billy the whole time like he was like he got no repercussions like even mm-hmm. during the pranking he just filmed it and you know he was laughing his butt off like i yeah that's something that i was like really peeved about and his sister chimed in. Like his sister was like, "Hey, knock it off, man!" Captain and then he's like, pants. "Yeah, he's like captain." And then the, the sister kind of looks and is like, "Yeah, I'm in on this too, captain." <laughs> yeah, pee pee pants. Pee. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're my little brother, but this guy's hot. I'm in. And like, yeah, it's just I, 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 I enjoyed it. It was kind of, uh, I had really high hopes of it being a really spooky. I what I thought was gonna happen. Like whenever it started, I was like, "This is actually gonna be really good." Whenever the uh, the Satan, the devil, or whatever, had like his big deep voice of being like, "You don't know," or whatever, like getting really up in his Billy's mm-hmm. face about it, I thought he was gonna be like, "We're going into hell," or "I'm pulling you into hell," or mm-hmm. "We're." I thought we were gonna get our haunted house moment, like you were talking about, Brooker, of like, it, like his house was like terrifying, and he because he he's gonna have to be punished for throwing the egg or whatever, and he's gonna have to go through and make it out. But then it just kind of turned into uh, him like, by the way, your mom's super hot. Also, let's raise hell in this. T-. And it, yeah, it was the shiv of the dentist cracked me up. I thought that was hilarious. It's also and, played okay. with like really weird, like funny, like sound effects. Like, boing, boing, boing. like yeah, when he puts yes. on his hat, it's like, tones. Yeah. Yes. he puts on his hat and it's like, boing. Uh, like when he puts his, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't find a seat to sit in i was like is it goofy is it scary is it funny is it like but it felt like a disney halloween special almost it did it did it felt almost like i've seen this well too much shiving (laughs) like a really dark yes like if you took even steven like a really dark halloween town like a really dark halloween town my Mm. the thing that i couldn't figure out though at the very end and maybe it was just kind of the homage to billy's mom the whole time (laughs) but he before billy (laughs) before before Billy walks out and gets shot, uh, he's like, 
your mother, I'm going to be comforting your mother very soon. And I was like, did he, my first thought was like, did they kill his dad? Like what, <laughs> what's, what's going on? Like, what is what does that mean? I don't know. Yeah, his dad the was tone, the dentist. His, <laughs> yeah, this is like, his dad was the claw, the bear claw guy. Ooh, that was, yeah. Um, the tone thing is what got me. Like, cause I was like, oh, funny demon. I love me some funny demons. And then it would be like <laughs> really dark, like mm. too, like the shipping was hilarious. And then it would get like too dark, like the, the claw, the bear trap. And then, but also the whole time, like I love me a twist ending, but not if it leaves you feeling confused the entire time you're watching the original story. Mm. And the whole time I was like, Billy escalated really quickly, guys. And I don't understand why mm. and then like obviously it makes sense at the end but i think that was too many things like the different tones it being super funny super violent and super confusing and ending with billy getting shot was just like yeah i don't get the messaging <laughs> yeah i didn't it's such like a kind of like a raunchy just comedy horror it's like a rated r yeah, right. horror comedy really is what it totally, is totally totally but nate I'm, I'm glad you had a number four man good for yeah, you that's buddy. Rad. yeah that's rad that's super rad I lo- that's my favorite Someone part about thank you for consoling no. me yeah <laughs> no that's the, my favorite part about these rankings is and when there's a consensus like this is the best ever or this is the worst ever and that one guy is like actually it sucks or actually it's better it makes it so much more interesting because like, yes. it would just be boring you're welcome yeah like this. yeah So moving on to the third story in Tales of Halloween, which is Trick. Um, this is about a bunch of creepy, murdersome kids killing some adults that actually turn out to be murdersome themselves. Mm. Let's go around the horn. Where did everybody have Trick? For me, this one uh, graded it on a different scale as the previous one, but I had it as my number two out of ten. Ooh. Very Ooh. nice. Yeah. I had Trick. I want to hear about your different scale, but I had Trick at number six. Six. Trick, I, I had, I can explain this uh, in a little bit, but Trick, I had at number four. Ooh, this was my number one. Uh, oh, let's go. Uh, this is the one I, that's, I, like I said, this is my fourth time seeing it. This is the one that's always in my brain whenever I come out. Oh, I get to see Trick again. Uh, oh, cool. This one's great. That's fair. I wonder what it would be like seeing it in context. Do you mm. think that changed it a lot? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, because because you pick up on so many more clues. Because this is okay. I'll just go ahead and get into like why I have it at number one. So <laughs> because this is the one where one the camera work was fantastic because yes. there's that yes. awesome yes. tracking shot where it would go through the house, through the pool, yes. into the driveway. Yes, that was fabulous. Like I felt like yes. I had such a good lay of the land of mm-hmm. this small house, and it's like a like a five minute short or something. All mm. these are really, but anyways, so. Um, when it was scary, like the first time mm-hmm. I watched this, I was like, okay, I'm actually spooked. And yep. the I love a good twist. And this was a really awesome twist. And mm-hmm. um, when you go back and watch it, you pick up all the clues. Because I think I wrote some stuff down. Like, there's a lot of, like, eye jokes. Um, the, yep. the guy smoking the bong. Oh, somebody's complaining that every they're like every fucking kid's a pirate. I've seen so many eye patches this this year. And one the guy smoking the bong goes, maybe they're all missing an eye. As like... A joke because you know they're pulling eyes out of kids right. and the episode starts with a guy showing one of the girls something gross on his phone and it's the pictures of what they've been doing she goes gross i don't want to see that 
And mm. when one of them gets stabbed, the guy that's high goes, uh, should we call 911? She goes, are you fucking stupid? Don't call the police. Let's just take them to the hospital. And you're yeah. you're getting all the double entendres yeah. the, the second go around. And it's just, ah, it's so great. Yeah. I will say one of the, <laughs> the chef's kiss. I love it. It, it, it. It's scary. It There's double entendres. There's, mm. um, I will say one of the worst acting things is in this though, which is really like, it's just, it's like one of those things so bad. You just fucking love it. Uh, they show like when the kids are killing the woman in the driveway they're all like yak they're all like hacking her you just see one kid just off to the side just not even getting close to hitting her <laughs> i i <laughs> love that i love that so much. i love that that's one of those things i'm like that's fantastic it has so much charm yes. to that for some reason yes because you're aware like these are actually kids that they're like all right so pretend like you're hacking and then she's gonna scream and you just keep doing this and it's like and even in real life like if kids are kill are are mercilessly killing Adults, there's probably going to be one kid at least being like, hmm, <laughs> shaking life. it on the side, <laughs> just like, I'll, I, I got the cool sword this time, yeah. I also yeah. love the detail when the kid's washing his hands after murdering, like he's, he's like, good hygiene yeah. kid, you know, especially in 20, yeah. 20, 20, 2021. I know, it wasn't now. 20 seconds though, yeah. I noticed I d- that. I do like, <laughs> I'm glad that you shared all that, Brooker, because I, I put it at number four and I was a little bit like, I I. I I felt good about that rank, but there are moments, at least with the stuff underneath, like, those are also good, but I feel like trick being underneath that just doesn't make sense. You adding that, like, 100% agree on the camera work, but you talking about, like, the little details sprinkled in, like, that really affirms me. I really loved, like, the kids at the, the kids as villains, I thought that was really, well, actually, they're both villains, I don't know, revenge thing, anyway, mm-hmm. all the whole thing was really good. The twist at the end, I really enjoyed, because I, while she pulled out and typed 911, and just hovered. And I said, and I literally said, why isn't she calling 911? This does yeah. not make any sense. And they closed, they closed all, which I think this goes for every single one of these. I, they were really good about closing possible po- uh, plot holes and possible, like, you know, get out of jail free cards. I was like, why wouldn't they, like, oh my gosh, why are you running in the meat locker? Like, of course you don't. Like, it's, okay, that's why they wouldn't do it. It's also like that thing of like, okay, we have to write out, of, we have to write out cell phones and slashers now because. People always say, like, yeah. cell phones make horror movies impossible. This is a good twist on why they couldn't just use their cell phones to call for help. Totally, mm. totally. Mm. And I, I don't think that, I don't know if this has any significance, but I, the thing, the scene that I keep remembering that I thought was so good, and I'm not 100% sure why, was one of the kids picks up a piece of candy, eats the piece of candy, and then places the wrapper on top of the, the, the dead guy's body and mm. then, like, walks away. Like, doesn't drop it or, like, throw it in a trash can like gingerly places it on the dead guy's body and walks away you are i don't know why maybe i don't know but i don't know why like that might be it but i just thought that was so good like this kid in her mind is like the trash goes here i thought that was so good yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. uh rachel and nate where are your thoughts at Uh, because because you uh nate can you remind me where you had it at four this is number two number two number two okay okay yeah i was i was right up there with you i thought this was like the most movie quality one um, out of all of them. And I, I had this one teetering between one and two. Um, Same. For different reasons. But again, like the camera work, like you're talking about, there were some things that were like confusing me uh, with the big twist at the end. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like when the girl at the end was in the room and she was deleting pictures off of her phone that of like mm-hmm. the eyeball and stuff. I was like, what is the, what is she doing? Like, why is she deleting these pictures right now when she should be calling the police and then, come to find out like she had been doing what 
<laughs> like those were pictures of evidence of the things that they had been doing to the children yeah. that night. So yeah. I, was, I was like very impressed, we'll say. Mm-hmm. So Rachel, was it like the, 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 the eyeball, like the guts, was that too much? Listen, you convinced me. It is my number four. Oh, shit. I, Let's go. Oh, my God. Did you just move it? it? I <laughs> did. There are no rules, and I just changed it to number four. Um, I feel very for, strongly. Wait, from having that draft music come to my head. There has been a trade in the draft, in the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, seriously. Move down to the seventh spot. My original number four, I really think, was there out of sentimentality. And so I switched my number four and my number six. And so Trick is now number four. Wow, that is a huge thing. Moving from outside the top five to within the top five. That's a swing. But number five stayed put. Number five stays put. That's a swing. Number five is Sweet Tooth, and I feel that Sweet Tooth is still my number five. But four and Mm -hmm. six just switched. Those points are so valid. Like, I totally missed the line where she said, we can't call the police, just take him to the hospital. And I was like, girlfriend, don't drink and drive, just call the police. Mm -hmm. And like... See, that's what I thought the first time you watch it too. Yeah. Yeah. And so that you like knowing that that's a line, if I had heard that, I really think could have changed it and seeing it again, I bet would totally change it. Mm -hmm. But I, this is, I think the only one where I wrote, this is great camera work because that scene, exactly the tracking Mm -hmm. from the house through the pool. And the music is like really picking up too. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's really good. It's, it's great. Um, uh, yeah. So I had a hard time at putting this at, I, I love this in Sweet Tooth for for like two different reasons. I'll, I'll I kind of want to get into that at the end of this, but yeah, so this one's just great. Okay, yeah, perfect. Number four for me. You Sweet. did it. Highly recommend. <laughs> just go back and it's, just rewatch just this good. one, and you will pick up like everything. It's so cool. okay. Yeah, I think I, I think I'm gonna have to. Short number four, the week in the wicked. Um, this one, this one's kind of fun. It feels kind of like a Western almost. Um, it's about a teenager, uh, with the help of the demon of All Hallows Eve, getting revenge on a group of teens on Mischief Night or just Halloween. Uh, they, in Halloween's past, they did a prank, I guess, that led to the death of his parents and he is getting revenge. Um, uh, let's go around the horn where everybody have this in your ranking. Uh, this was my... Number one, actually. I knew it. I freaking oh, knew it. I knew one. it. I knew was it the Western? Was yes, because it, it was a okay. Western. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, man. It, it didn't have me in the beginning, I'll say, but mm. we'll, we'll yes. go around Yeah, it's world, Rachel. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, me? Mm. This is my number one. Mm. Oh, oh, let's shit. go. Oh, we get yeah. the wicked. Yeah. <laughs> This was my number two, and this was oh, the one that yeah. I was okay. i was so close. I was like, Sweet Tooth and Weak in the Wicked. I was so close to making it my number one. But, yeah, this was a solid, solid one. I, I have this at number five. Um, it, it's a strong five. There's just some other... Unacceptable. There's some other shorts that I just liked a little bit more, but it's mm-hmm. I do like this one a lot. This isn't like a, yeah. I hate it five. This is top five, yeah. still good. Um, totally. it's, I love that our protagonist in this, he, he, when I, my, I have it in my notes right here, I wrote Halloween Punisher, uh, like Punisher yeah. Halloween edition. <laughs> yeah. uh, totally. That's what he reminded me of. It was so good. Um, and I knew watching this cause I know how much of a fan of Westerns that Nate is when mm-hmm. I was watching this, I just wrote like, Nate's going to fucking love this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Right. You're Nate, right. Nate um, please man. walk us through your thoughts. Okay. So 
Starting off, I I gave this a terrible review, man. I just did not. I was not a fan of the heavy metal that was going on. It was just like, it was in my head, and it was just like making me irritated. I was like turning down the volume. I was like, God, fucking shut up. (laughs) I'm sick of this. And uh, like literally, like because I wrote my notes my notes like sequentially. The first three lines, I was like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. And um, and then it starts to pick up a little bit, and you get like the western tones like the mm-hmm. standoff uh and he's in like this weird getup, and he hands her this paper i'm like what's on that paper so i'm like really interested like this is a very compelling story so far and there's emotion in it eventually you find out with like his parents and i felt like that like the emotion the i guess the demonic stuff that probably went on in the background because obviously like he, pr- he went through something mm-hmm. to get to right. this point that led us to right. our ending and i was just like this is the most well-rounded story. Um, That's a good point. There's a lot of closure and, in this one. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm not a big fan. <clears throat> not a big fan of gore. And aside mm-hmm. from the final moment, there was just like not a lot of blood. And I was like, I like that, you know, because it they weren't just squirts everywhere, making yeah. me uncomfortable. You know what I mean? It, totally, it is an awesome totally. final shot of him smiling through the blood. It, it it's awesome. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Rachel and Levi. It, please share (laughs) i am elated um starting from the top number one especially in the context of the rest of them i'm obsessed that essentially 10 people were handed a make a halloween thing and this is the only one that like there's kind of one other one but essentially one of the only ones that like leaves halloween behind like it's not about trick-or-treating it's not set in a house it's not Mm. any of that like someone was like crazy western on some bikes Mm -hmm. like The creativity, amazing. The costume design, mm. untouchable. Mm. Like, you talking about I of was... the demon or of everyone else? Or of all? everyone. Okay. His jacket. Like, even the guy that shows up who calls the demon, the detailing on his jacket yeah, was really so much good. effort. Like, the tattoos on the girl. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Can I say I'm that like the, the, the 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 ringleader woman uh, of like the, the she was awesome. I she was yes. really was badass in this. Yeah. She yes. was super solid. And yeah. that was a huge part too. Like that was the first sequentially. That was really the first like woman character that wasn't just like boobies walking around. Yeah. Um. And she was amazing. I think she delivers the best line in the entire oh, yeah. series, yeah, 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 which yeah. is "There are no monsters here, just me." Ooh, oh, yeah, that's a yeah. good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, kind of attributing to that leaving Halloween behind. Thing. Yes. Yeah. Just, um, but into that, like, Nate and I are completely on the same page of that. Like, I don't mind gore, but I'd rather the gore mean yeah. something. Like, if it's just organs coming out of your mouth, that's yeah. kind of gross. But the mm-hmm. shock value of him covered in blood and smiling, yeah. I think, is a thousand times more powerful than yeah. watching someone's intestines come out of their body. Right. So true. Mm-hmm. And it's scarier because, yeah. like, you're, like, filling in the, the, the blanks. Yes. Mm. Best horror is the horror that your brain creates. Yeah. You're saying it, it, it accomplished what every book accomplishes is what you're kind of Yes. Saying. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I will say, y'all are making me change my mind. I'm bumping this up to number four. I'm bumping this up to number four. Hey. <laughs> okay. There you go. go. Oh, I yeah. Can't, I can't. I've already said my top two, which I am firm on. And then number three, it's, I, I, I want to keep it there. But yeah, I'm bumping up to number four. So yeah. I swapped four and five is what I did. Like that. What's the draft music? the yeah it was it was a really really good i i nate i'm the same as you whenever it start like the 
I think I'm I, I'm not against heavy metal. I think there's good heavy like heavy metal is fine music, but like the placement of it felt out of place for that story. Um, mm-hmm. And I when I heard I was like ah I don't you know and the fact that the the narrator at the beginning was like. For all you hood rats out there, and I was like, "Ooh, that's not great." <laughs> yeah, you, 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 I did yeah. say they you better prob- be literal rats. You, you probably shouldn't say that. And um, then they weren't. But oh, I was uh, going to say I liked the connective tissue of the radio host in like some of the stories, and also people watching Night of Living Dead, which was not in this yeah, one. But yeah, I like right. the 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 attempt of connective tissue with that. Totally. Totally. Yes, I did. I I, I like. Yeah, I like that as well. But that, yeah, Rachel touched on the costume design. Um, the, the demon looked great. So good. So good. And like, I, the, like the, the, I was, I don't know what I was necessarily expecting, but I was fearful that they, that the demon would show up. Like if you build to something and then it finally shows up, it's either going to be really good or really bad. And it, it, they did it very, very well. Um, but yeah, I thought this, this one as a whole was just a solid, solid piece of cinema. Mm -hmm. And the effort, my last bit is. The demon looked amazing, and the demon was probably in a three-second shot. And so, yeah. like, they put the effort in to make that demon look amazing, even though you saw him it for yeah a tiny amount of time. Mm-hmm. Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. But number one, love it, love it. <laughs> the All right, chef's kisses. <laughs> yeah, this episode is sponsored by Chef's Kisses. Buenísimo. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, alright, moving on to the fifth story. We are now halfway through Tales of Halloween, and it is Grim Gritting Ghost. Um, this one, it, there's a starts off with a lot of people in a room, a lot of people that are in lots of different other horror movies that I will get to. Um, but they are telling the story about this um, ghost that like will follow you home. Uh, this one is very, it's, it's one giant chase scene some good jump scares in this but uh the only ghost story in this um so we'll go ahead go around the horn um where did everybody have grim grinning ghost i had it as number three out of ten i had it as number three (laughs) out of ten mate oh okay i thought you gave me like a judgmental look oh no you're so insane i thought you didn't like grim grinning ghost i i I processed. Oh, you processed. I processed. Okay. Because after we finished it, she was like, eh, and I was like, oh, man, that's okay. Process. Okay. I processed. I, it I, took some time. I had this at number five. I had, this was my number five. I had this at number three as well. Let's go. Oh, three threes. Okay. Let's go. Three gang. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> three gang. <laughs> three six mafia. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh no. I'd, uh, I really like this one because this one, again, is scared to me. Um, mm-hmm. They did, I want to say, like, fantastic. Like, this wasn't, like, the best camera work, but it was good camera work because I loved how they really showed this, just the silhouette of the ghost following her mm-hmm. in the street. And every now and then, it would just magically get closer to her. And we got all this stuff with, like, the shadows of the hands reaching out after her. And yeah, right. I've seen this four times the jump scare at the end gets me every freaking time. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, did, did it get y'all as well? Yes, oh, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus all of the red herrings of her opening and closing her mirror and her bending down oh <laughs> to spit out her mouthwash or whatever, her toothpaste mm-hmm. and then coming up or like 
uh, the dog looking and her looking back and there not being anything there. Oh, like, so sweaty. There was like five or six red herrings of being like, and here it comes. Just kidding. Oh, just kidding. And then it finally shows up when you are not expecting it. Right. I, yeah. I will say I was almost with Levi in ranking this slightly lower just because... Mm. It, there's not a whole lot of meat on the bone for this one. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. It's almost, yeah. too, I like simplicity, but it's almost too simple. Like yeah. it was too cheesy for me of how she broke her phone in the middle of the story mm-hmm. by like closing it on the hood of her car. And I was just like, right. that was just such an easy way to write that off. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, I, at the, at the end, they still really scared me in the visual of the ghost. I was like, okay, just going right back up. But uh, what everyone else think? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll disagree with you on the phone thing. Okay. Cause I feel like, uh, when you run into car trouble, it's just the most disorienting thing that could happen mm. to you. And it's the most inconvenient to the point where you're just kind of like, not really all there. Like, for example, like that, there's been a situation where like my headlights went out in my car and I had to switch them out. But it also happened to be a moment where the phone, the light, I didn't have a flashlight and then the light, my phone was dying. So I couldn't use that flashlight mm. and I didn't have the charger in my car cause I had taken it out that morning and I was just like, wow. Things couldn't have gotten worse. So I kind of related in that moment. I was like, damn, that would happen. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I get that. But this one uh, was definitely the most tense of all the episodes, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I was so anxious throughout the whole thing. Um, and it was cool to have, like, uh, Lynn Shay, the mom. So she's yes. from in- from Insidious. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was like, right. right. I was wrong. I knew I it. Yes. I said, I think she's from Insidious. And Rachel was like, no. Let the record show I was wrong. Yeah. Yes, the record. It's on the record. <laughs> it cannot forget yeah. that she's also the teacher in Nightmare on Elm Street uh, for, like, two seconds. <gasps> yeah. Sure. Whoa. Yeah, so. Cool. Yeah. Okay. But it could, they couldn't have had a better person deliver that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then it see it yeah. kind of unfold. Um, yeah. <laughs> and even the dog did good because like yeah, you can tell dog. this dog had yes. probably never professionally acted before <laughs> how do you know that <laughs> yeah, just, what are the signs I, I don't know it's just the way the dog was looking at the at the person you could tell they're like holding a treat off camera whereas like i feel like a dog like airbud would kind of know how to handle himself <laughs> in front I... of the Nate, the fact that I'm your like half, idea I'm like half of joking, like, but I'm also serious, you know. The fact <laughs> that your example of a grade A dog actor is Air Bud is the most incredible thing I've heard in a long time. But like, <laughs> yeah, hey, listen, he's no Air Bud. Let's just let's just get that out there. Right Nate now. is the uh, Roger Ebert of like pet acting. A fucking love yes. Him. He's looking for quality. Air Bud yeah. is quality. Freaking Air Bud. Fucking gold standard. <laughs> Oh man! Oh my gosh! Um, Next, I I, want to mention somebody else that's in this room. uh, When Lin Shay is telling the ghost story, the guy with the long white hair, uh, dressed up as the Phantom from the Phantom of the Opera, Mm -hmm. his name is Mick Garris. I don't know if y'all know who he is, but um, on Shutter, this is super awesome docu-series is called uh, Eli Roth's uh, History of Horror and he's on there as like a like a film scholar and filmmaker as well but uh, he's done a bunch of stuff in horror uh, the thing that stuck out to me the most was that he was a co-writer and co-executive for or I'm sorry a co-writer and a co-producer for Hocus Pocus um, oh wow yeah and he, he's done a bunch of other stuff um, I'm sure people are like cringing that I didn't mention like something else I was like way more famous but um, <laughs> oh, nothing is more famous than Hocus Pocus <laughs> <laughs> um, and so and also the our leading actress in this story she went on to be in the 2019 movie Dr. Sleep which 
people listening, stay tuned. I I knew. I knew that I recognized her from something. She was also, I think also read that she was in The Haunting of Bly Manor as... Oh, I don't want to say it because y'all haven't seen it, but she... We'll get there. I think she has a small role, I think, in that. But um, So she went on to go do other stuff, and people listening, stay tuned for Dr. Sleep coming soon. But yeah, um, I bought that movie on Blu-ray. I'm going to watch it and review that sometime in the near future. Very nice. Very nice. Exciting. Yeah, that, yes. this whole this whole one as a whole, in my opinion, had the... I think it had the best suspense out of any of them. Y'all mm-hmm. have already said that. For sure, best suspense. Talking about the red herrings. The, such a throwaway thing, but I thought this was so funny. Uh, whenever she's about to leave, she's like, oh, I'm I'm not that drunk. I can go drive or whatever, which is so hilarious in, in and of itself. It's like, wait a minute. But like, what person would be like, oh, I'm not that drunk. Be like, yeah, sure. Here's your keys. But yeah, and the, the mom the, too. It was her mom. Yeah, yeah right. Like, Who lets their kid do <laughs> the that? mom? It's Halloween. Looks, Let them have fun. Yeah, you know just what? Kids are I on the streets anyway. Yeah, <laughs> it's just normal. But the fact that they said she looked she looked at her car and said. Are you still driving that piece of crap? And I was like, that's like that's a freaking Dodge Charger. Yeah, like, I was talking about like it's an it's an American okay. muscle car. What do you mean piece of crap? What oh are you talking God. about? Dude, I didn't rewind, but I thought that I was like, wait, wasn't that a nice car? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, I if you put my car and my wife's car together, we couldn't afford a Dodge Charger. Like I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I would love for that behind the scenes extra of them be like, Yeah, we didn't have money for garbage car, so we just had to <laughs> play it off as if it was bad it was real that was yeah. the true acting performance and this them acting like that it was yeah. a bad car <laughs> we were all personally too rich to have garbage cars that's that right. was the that's worst right. car out of everyone in that room right oh man <laughs> it was not a tesla therefore we thought it was a garbage car hey lynn don't you have that mm. piece of shit car yeah we wouldn't need that for like that fifth story yeah that's a fifth story car. yeah that's a <laughs> the, the dodge charger great thanks lynn <laughs> oh my gosh oh my goodness all right um yes i thought it had the best suspense i spent my rating is probably unfair actually i put it at number three it took me a while to get there because truthfully i spent a lot of the first part really distracted by why the phantom of the opera guy was wearing a long wig because that's not part of the phantom of the I think opera that's just his hair, that's just his hair. Oh. Yeah, that, that that that's Mick Garris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's You're Mick just Garris. judging him for the way he actually looks. Oh, sorry, Mick Garris. <laughs> the whole time I was like, is that Malfoy? Like, oh, all right, <laughs> yeah. Malfoy cosplay. Yeah. I was really stressed. The only the like plot-wise, uh, Lucius. Um, Lucius Malfoy. You're welcome. The only I'm wearing a Marauder's Map headband. Um, the only plot-wise, this is such a tiny like random thing to like actually genuinely care about. But I didn't get the rules. I thought it was like a lot situation. Like she couldn't turn around and look at it or else it would kill her. And because she didn't, I thought that she had therefore become safe. And so like that's probably just a random thing. I just wanted to understand like the the established rules of the I think she haunting. was safe until she looked like... You think she looked at it? Well, she sat she, down she, next to her oh, and no, she, she looked at it. Didn't she drop her keys and then look behind her? Is it, did she? Am I misremembering? Well, she, she looked back at well, one she point. Did, she, yeah. she looked back briefly. Oh, yeah. okay. I, th- I, I think it was after she her. dropped her keys. Okay. And she wasn't See, there. So, but I, I could oh, be wrong. you're totally right. Maybe when she turned around, the ghost disappeared because she got it. Like, she had gotten entrance. Mm. I was just expecting, like, vampire rules, you know? I just wanted to yeah. understand. Yeah. <laughs> but I still put it number three. I thought it was so unsettling. Bathroom scenes, 100% of the time, mm. make me want to die. Yeah, totally. Mm.
So story number six, one of the weirdest ones in my opinion, uh, Ding Dong. Uh, this is the Hansel and Gretel one. Uh, we have a, I think they're husband and wife, a wife that really wants kids, but the husband wants to save a kid because she is abusive. And it's kind of playing that Hansel and Gretel story where she's like the witch and would want to eat them. And so it's Halloween night and they keep going through this really weird ear out of the mouth trick routine anyways ding dong this is the sixth story uh, let's go around the horn where does everybody have ding dong at uh this one was fighting with another spot but i had this at number nine. Oh wow uh, out of ten. Oh yeah wow yeah fighting for that nine all right yeah yeah <laughs> rachel i had this at number two so Damn. nate and i oh. <laughs> have different opinions I on ding hear. dong i can't wait to hear why <laughs> I had this at number three. What? I had this. At, <laughs> I had this at number six. We are all over the place on this. We right. are. Oh, no consensus dong. on Ding Dong. Oh man! All right. So Rachel, you said number two. I had number two. Yes. All right. Walk us through it. <laughs> Let me begin. Um. Again, I'm looking for complex female characters, and this was one of them. Mm. Um. Two. I believe that all good horror tells two terrifying stories like uh, my best example is Babadook is obviously about a monster and also about depression um, mm. and like Alien is about a monster and also about sexual violence mm. and so therefore I liked Ding Dong in the fact that it's about this story and also about an abusive relationship mm-hmm. um, and so I thought it, that was the most like story complexity of all of them mm, very true the, act, the actress hysterical like <laughs> I just thought she was wild and all over the place and really talented and so unnerving. Like, I thought she did what the demon in The Night Billy Raised Hell was trying to do, which is, like, being really unnerving and then being really funny. Mm-hmm. Like, flipping off. And I thought she did a better job of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing, like, I thought it was so good, this, the way the story tracked, the way it went, like, the husband's part in it, just the, like... Yeah. creepiness of it every time she got near a child you were like oh no yeah, oh no um <laughs> the only thing that i didn't like truthfully was like the ending like i thought that was the weakest moment like mm. pushing him in the oven fascinating obviously closing the loop on the whole hansel and gretel thing but totally. then her line about melting i like yeah. the reference to the wizard of oz didn't make sense yeah. in that so- moment to me, so please explain. I so I agree that like I actually had like this note highlighted. It's like one of the strongest points that I like about this is that it's a story about domestic abuse. Not that I yes. like domestic mm-hmm. abuse, but I like I like a story like you know subtext and it's you know it's really talking about something that's very scary for a lot of people. And mm. it's really flipped in, in this scenario. It's flipped the roles of what we stereotypically think. It's a woman being abusive to her husband. Yes, and yes. Um, I liked that. So, so, so to answer my interpretation to what you were saying about when she throws her husband in the oven, he dies, and then she starts to melt. I feel like a lot of abusers get their power from their victims. And so since she has rid him, she has no more power anymore. So that's why she's melting. And th- that was like my takeaway from it. That um, is perfect. That's exactly <laughs> okay. what that was supposed to be, Brooklyn. Nate, are you wow. moving your rating up? <laughs> wow. Okay. That's yeah, so I, I need good. to. He's like, look that, at my notes, God. No, no, <laughs> yeah, you were my this. <laughs> I had, to, I had to visit my notes for this. Okay, so I, let me just clarify. First of all, y'all both just like completely 
switched up my mind where I have everything ranked, but I'm yeah, like way too right. rigid to switch it and know what. Was what. <laughs> so totally. <laughs> uh, so I, I rated mine on a scale of like Halloween. Is this like a Halloween? I type love of thing? that idea. And gotcha. So gotcha. Cute. For, so for me, I was just like, I actually have this rated as like a seven out of ten, like ranking. That's how I like ranked them quality wise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I, was I ranked 6. it in 6 out terms of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I thought it was like, I loved how it was telling two stories, like exactly what Rachel was saying. Like it's about this, and it's also about like abusive relationships, like domestic mm-hmm. abuse, and. There were like parts that were kind of weird. I felt like it was kind of all over the place sometimes in terms of like her outbursts, but I guess in the context of like a relationship where she is the abusive one, like these things can come out of nowhere. Um, And like the whole vasectomy thing. So in terms of like a Halloween thing, I just like wasn't sold on it. I was like, this needs to not be in this context. I I didn't think it belonged with all of the other shorts Hmm. that were told in this Mm -hmm. thing. So. That's where yeah. it fell with number nine for me, but you guys yeah. totally have me like mind blown huh. right now. You know, Nate, I was I, honestly with you. Like, I had this ranked really low at first, and then when I came back around to it, I read my note about domestic abuse. I was like, you know, this is actually like really saying something and is doing it in what I think is a very clever storytelling way. So that like, it moved up a bunch of spots for me mm-hmm. to yeah. get to number six. <laughs> yeah, this, this y'all one really, was pretty. Y'all got me shook, honestly. Yeah, sorry. Lisa. Yeah, I. The, no, no, no. I, the, Brooker, your point on the power coming from the, the victim, I think is so, that is so good. And I'm almost upset with myself that I didn't realize that that was a part. Like, that is so good. I, I, I knew after I watched it that that, that this was going to be a top, a top three, um, which it ended up being, yeah, like, the other two just were better, uh, um, better built, better stories in general. And so I put this at number three. Uh, I thought the the woman who played the witch was perfect. I think she, in my opinion, as far as like acting, uh, just for that she was specifically. Neurotic, yeah. Yes, it was incredible. Um, to kind of have this present and active, bubbly, like, and then almost a demonic part, and then this depressive kind of, and you know, to make a point of like, I, th- I think a lot of people, are, you know slowly but surely more people are touching on domestic abuse issues in film uh it is very uncommon for people to touch on men as Mm -hmm. the as the one who is being abused yeah yeah the 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 victim and that that number is still very much a a, you know alive and 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 thriving unfortunately of and the fact that my, my only uh issue with how it was built i thought they could have uh, the ending originally, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Now that you've clarified Brooker, I think the ending is perfect. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I still, the fact that he mentions the vasectomy and just kind of turns around, is going to walk away. There was no, I, I, I thought that was a little bit like kind of, oh, by the way, I got a vasectomy. Okay. See ya. Like there's no, I, I, I don't know. It just felt like it just kind of was thrown in the middle, but the, <laughs> That's um, fair her kind of abusive personality or whatever it was that kind of came out and like this idea of like an arm reaching out from behind that her and grabbing me out. It was so unsettling. Oh, like I, it was like something within her. Like it wasn't who she was, but it like was something inside of her that was like coming out and it would manifest itself in some way or another. I just, oh my gosh, I thought it was so good and unnerving and mm-hmm. the, oh, it was, it was just, it was really, I, really good. I want to speak more to what, about the hands, the extra arms, because yeah, it, it's like 
it's no secret how they did that, but I don't care like how simple it is. Like I still loved it. It was so much better than having like CGI arms. Um, and it was just so unnerving because like sometimes they'll do like two extra ones. Sometimes they just do just the third. It's like, well, what's that fourth one doing? And I don't know. It's, it's like, I don't know. I just, I kind of like, cause you, you really had to convey that she's a monster or like a witch, like from like the original, like kind of like source material that they're doing an adaptation of. And I thought mm. I was like, oh, they're like, yeah, just make her like red with like extra arms. And like, that that's enough. Like, you don't have to be like super complex with it. Like, I love that. Right. I thought it was so good. Um, yeah. Did y'all also notice that the kids trick-or-treating are some of the kids from like other stories that we've seen? Yes. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. We were talking about that. And I think, you know, we'll get to the other ones in a little bit. But I thought that was like we noticed that midway through a lot of these and they're like and i said i think this is a way that they're combining this all into the same universe which we later get confirmed that it is all part of the same universe i did i liked that and i especially liked that that they like did a slow motion on a kid that comes up in the red hoodie with something on the back and i was like he's in a later episode like you could just it was like the anime character with pink hair like you were like this is a main character <laughs> yeah totally totally Alrighty, so story number seven, This Means War. Um, this one is, I think, the most tamed out of all of them. Uh, it is two dueling neighbors kind of like fighting about Halloween decor decorations. And is definitely a tale of two types of Halloween. Um, my 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 favorite note from this, I just wrote Dinkelberg. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, so the the this means war uh, with everyone. Where did everyone have this in your ranking? Dead last. Mm. Dead last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dead last. Number nine. Let's go. Number nine. Oh, I, almost, I was going back we and forth. Had I was going back oh and forth. Gosh. I had this at number nine. Uh, there's uh, one that I find more annoying. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got I got a guess. <laughs> so okay, I'm actually I'm surprised that Rachel and Levi, you guys had it low because I I felt like this one more so had to do with um, more could relate to homeowners, right? Because uh, I'm in an apartment right now. Brucker's in an apartment. Yeah. Like I was like I can't relate to this, but in any way, so. Yeah, I I don't know. Like it was, I, I I can I can get I can empathize, I guess. But I don't know <laughs> the the way that we going about it. I was almost finding myself on the side of the. I, I would say for Halloween, as far as Halloween goes, I'm more of a tame Halloween person. Like I'll hang up decorations, but I'm not like yeah, blood guts, yeah, you know, for Halloween. But mm -hmm. whenever it was they were interacting with each other. There was one who was like, um, I've been doing this for 20 years. This is my thing. And the other person was like, well, we just moved here and we love doing this, but your stuff is really sweet. We like it a lot. Like Halloween is awesome for everybody. And he was like, no, just my thing. And, th and then they started kind of jabbing at each other being like, you suck. No, you suck. But I, when it started, I was kind of like, no, the, the, like the, the style of Halloween that I'm not necessarily inclined towards is the people who were owning that were a lot kinder and more inclusive about it all than the person who sways more on the side of Halloween that I would be on. And I was just kind of like, oh, but like, yeah, the story as a whole, it yeah, it was very tame. It was very linear in it, mm -hmm. but it didn't, you know, the, the way it kind of went about just wasn't, I, I, it didn't really catch me. I was just kind of like, oh, the, you know, 
it almost felt like filler in, in a few it kind of did um yeah i was uh i like that point you make levi about how like it felt like the personalities were swapped here uh, yeah. and that that, that, that kind of stuck out to me a lot during this because they were like his neighbors like they're just being loud on halloween they weren't like and like you said they're like yeah this is cool man you can do whatever you want to do but like we're gonna have our party at my house and you can have your party at your house like yeah um, and if you want to come over you can yeah i yeah to tell me, I had this thought when I was watching this, and tell me what y'all think. Do y'all think that this would have been a better story if it were like a silent film? Like we just see two neighbors just like, <sighs> you know, just like gr- like gruffing at yeah, each other, I and do. it's just like kind of like yeah. sillier music played over it, and yeah, I it, think it just so. escalates the, the the director the decorations. I mean, kind of like keep escalating until like there's some sort yeah. of climax. I don't know, but. Where it still ends with them falling on the stake together, and you're like, oh my gosh, or so it's like a silent yeah. film, but then it's like, oh, and then it's that shock value at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I can really only yeah, picture this so. as like a Charlie Chaplin type thing. Right. Where they've got like uh, the black screen yeah, that yeah, comes yeah, up yeah, and yeah. explains it. Mm hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I could see that. I could see that happening. Yeah, a silent film would have made it better. Really, anything would have made it better. Um, <laughs> this is <laughs> my review, is this is the only one I wanted to text during. Um, that, that's yeah. a meter that Nate yeah. uses. Yeah, yeah. 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 Did it keep my I, attention? Was I texting? Was I on Instagram? Yeah, it was yeah. just. I was. <laughs> I was. Yeah. <laughs> it was just boring, and it didn't say anything. Like it, the f- only moment is they died together, and I was like, oh, it's like Romeo and Juliet. Like the point was the violence. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> because the point is the violence. I'm having a whole live, thing. Live by Halloween decorations. Die by <laughs> yes. Halloween decorations. Die by Hall- that's like, right. Two that's houses, right. both alike in dignity. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it didn't, I thought there was going to be some twist. I thought there was going to be something interesting. And it really was just like some neighbors who fought to death. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it was after Ding Dong, Complex, and my second favorite. And so that also was a bummer for it. it, Do you think placement would have improved it like on your ranking scale? No, No, not for me. Getting some head nods, no? (laughs) Maybe if it hadn't. Like, maybe it would have ended up, because I had it at, what, 10? Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe it could have gotten up to 9. I think it but... could have gotten up to 9 for me. I don't think it would have gotten to 8, though. Um, <laughs> I love that. No ways is getting an 8 from me, man. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I really don't. It might have. I And and it's just because my, yeah, we'll touch on number, actually, we'll t- yeah, we'll touch on number eight for a second. Number eight is number eight for, for not a great reason, but it, like, yeah, so that, in, anyway, yeah, Neat. I think this one, even in its best moment, could be a nine at best. So, Brooker, your nine, I think, is a fine spot. I think nine and ten area is all good. Anything past nine, I'm like, I don't know like, if that's really? justified. You, you start to judge a little bit, you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not you necessarily. Well, just, just knowing what what other movies or, or i should say what other uh shorts films that uh, shorts that's a good word yeah what other shorts are in this series is like well you know well, you'd have to pass some some more solid things or creative things at the very least mm-hmm. and i just uh, i don't know and i agree with i think what everybody i think all of you have said this i didn't feel like what was like the message of this besides just yeah. get along mm-hmm. yeah, i don't know but anyways so this means war <laughs> <laughs> The opposite of chef's kiss. Yeah, it's, yeah, what, yeah, is that what the opposite of chicken? <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Alrighty. 
so short number eight, Friday the 31st. Um, this one, I don't know how everyone feels, but uh, ooh, okay. So Friday the 31st, uh, this one is definitely horror comedy and very much a mm-hmm. spoof. So it kind of plays like a Friday the 13th movie. It pretty much just sm- smashes all of the slashers together. And there's like a really adorable alien trick or treating with this, and it kind of just oh, yeah. turns into like a gore fest at the end of it. But um, mm-hmm. it's definitely played for laughs. Uh, so where did everybody have Friday the thirty first? Um, I thought this had a lot of potential, but I have it as number six out of ten. I thought it had so much potential, and I have it at number eight out of ten. Ooh, the potential is for sure there. I don't think it quite met it. I have this at number nine. Dang, I like Whoa. this one. I have a number five. <gasps> I like explain this. it's yeah. funny as hell like it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, it, it it literally it's it, it's just so grab assy of everything but like it does it in like a way to where like we're not actually trying to like say anything on top of what these other movies are saying we're just having fun guys um right. it's a mixture between halloween friday the 13th the evil dead um and it's just I don't know. The, the alien was really cute. I thought he was yes. adorable. Very was, sweet. I loved the. Um, I love. Or I'm just going to call him Jason. Maybe I'll call him Jacob because like he's like a knockoff Jason. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jason, Jason with a, with a C. C. Jason with a C. Yeah. Jason with a C. <laughs> much funnier jason with a c is much funnier uh, so jacob jason's whatever um he i loved how it turns and he gets scared and like i yeah, don't know like yeah, it, yeah. it was just hitting it was like the perfect i don't know i felt like it was like in the perfect uh it came in like the perfect li- like in the lineup of the movie because it wasn't like saying anything it wasn't real heavy uh and it's also just really funny i don't know i thought it was really funny so um yeah number five I had friday the 31st um well, what did y'all not like about it I hated the alien. You hated the I'm alien? You, that you did? Here's the truth. What? No. That's just part. You hated the alien that was so precious. No, Are you serious? Adorable. No. I do not agree with my wife on this one. <laughs> Let the record show. It was so campy. I want you to understand. Like, the potential. When that spaceship appeared, this could have been my number four. Yeah. Like, yeah, I... For sure. <laughs> that girl <laughs> did not run Dorothy. Serpentine. And... <laughs> got stabbed and i was like i don't get this movie and then the alien ship appeared and i was like i love this more than anything yeah the cgi like it was so campy and so over the top and like the finale with all the limbs and the blood that they got their money's worth out of if it had literally just been like a child in a poorly constructed alien suit i would have liked it more Mm. like the cgi addition I hated like oh. everything was like, else was. Is this CGI? Practical. It looks more claymation to me. It was claymation. Oh. It's for sure claymation. Well, I did not love it. That's I even thought more the charming. alien, the, the alien was so adorable to me. Whenever it, like took a tweet, I was like, oh. Right. I'm, I'm same thing with Rachel. When the when the, like it, it was very cut and dry, like Friday the Thirteenth with Jacob Jason and everything <laughs> is kind of like going as it does, and then the alien show up, and I go, oh, here's the big twist, and I really thought that. Jacob Jason was going to get taken up with the aliens and then he was going to become the victim and the aliens were going to chase him. I really Mm -hmm. thought that's where that was going. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so good. Rolls flipped. They kind of went that direction a little bit. But when the little alien showed up, I was like, I don't know where this is going, but this is super cute. But it just, I don't know. It didn't, I guess it might've been because my expectations were so high. I think that I was expecting this one to go... Just looking at my list, I think this could have hit like five or six if it went the direction I was going or was thinking it was going to go, but it just didn't meet the expectations I was hoping for. 
Um, I did like the ending though, where the alien like looks the looks us in the eye and is like trick or treat, and then like zips up into the <laughs> spaceship. Like I, I thought that was, but yeah, it was the alien was cute, but it just, I just, it just didn't, it just didn't hit a home run for me. That's fair, mm-hmm. Nate. I totally agree. I think I think Levi said it best with all the potential and like what you're talking about, where you thought that the killer was going to be the victim. I totally agree with that. That's kind of where I also wanted it to go, and it just didn't. And um, a lot of blood and gore. Wasn't impressed, yeah. but it still. <laughs> I thought he was. Cu- he was giving me like Baby Yoda vibes. Honestly, he was so cute. <laughs> was Don't like, you slander Baby Yoda that way? <laughs> Look at I love oh, that. I thought this was so cute. Look at it was adorable. This little alien so, would be it a was good memorable. Halloween costume. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. A super deep cut one. Oh yeah. Super yeah. deep cut. I'm the I'm the claymation alien from Tales of Halloween, the eighth one. Yeah, so that's me. <laughs> the eighth and, episode. And the one guy in the back is like, Oh yeah. You're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the like, one in the back's like Lynn. Yeah. That guy is that the guy eighth alien. He knows. <laughs> I will say there's another like like I don't know, I love the the little like wood shed that she runs into because it's so just like you know, a barnyard full of chainsaws, like Rachel totally. what you were saying earlier. But I love how like just the absurdity, there's even like a decapitated head in a jack-o'-lantern, and it's just like how do you yes. get there? How did oh, he get well, there? Yes. Tell us your comment oh, about oh, I that. Oh, literally we that came on and I said, Oh, you know it sucks for that girl who has to like be on her knees on the table. Like everyone else just got to lay down and she's like oh. freaking jack o' Yeah, like she she's crouched down <laughs> under the table with her head poking through a hole in the table. Like she's the she's most like, uncomfortable the of all the spot. extras. Because you can actually even see in a later scene that it's a fake head. It's not the girl anymore. She like, probably she owned like, the, not... the Dodge Charger as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's yeah. Like, Your punishment for having car. the trashiest car out of all of us rich people is you have to play that severed head in the pumpkin. <laughs> Crouch in that table. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't know. I liked it. I think, I think that this is... Um, I think, like I said, I think that this short specifically just hit me well because where it comes in a lineup, it comes right after the one I didn't like a lot. Um, this means war, and it it was just for laughs. That's all it was for. So I was like, I'm here totally. for it. So totally, it, it, it's just like right place, right time with Brucker. So number yeah. five for me. <laughs> I get that. Our second to last story. This is story number nine, The Ransom of Rusty Rex. I will mm. say that there were some great quotes in this I will share in a moment, but this is the one where these two men are wanting to kidnap a child trick or treater and hold him for ransom, and the dad doesn't want him back. So <laughs> I will leave it there. Where do people have the, the, uh, the ransom of Rusty Rex? Where do you have it in your rankings? Um, I feel like everything after this means war with the neighbor stuff. It just this whole thing just kind of went downhill for me. Um, mm. So I have the ransom of Rusty Rex at number eight out of ten. Mm. I have the ransom at number nine. I have the ransom also at number eight. I have this at number ten. Yeah, <gasps> this is this is the yeah. one I like the least. It's so annoying. Yeah, it's so it's the, so annoying. The story is not great. It's not good at all. And I, I I shouldn't say not good at all. It's not. It has potential. I thought it was going to be really good, like them coming up and capturing him and the dialogue. Honestly, and uh, like Nate can answer this for me. I the reason I had this at number eight was because I specifically enjoyed watching one man act, and mm-hmm. Nate knows who it is. Sam Witwer. 
Sam, Mr. Star Killer, Mr. Anakin Skywalker himself. Mr. Darth Maul, Mr. Emperor Palpatine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which one is he in this? Star Wars legend. Uh, he's the he's the head guy of, uh, of the, the guy who like was making the phone call. Mm-hmm. The guy oh, who yeah of the kidnappers is no the voice of uh, Darth Maul in Rebels and Clone Wars. He's the he's yeah Star Killer in Force Unleashed. He's uh, Emperor Palpatine for essentially everything. He's Emperor Palpatine for everything in Rebels. I don't know what he is for everything else. Um, what else did he do? Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah, he's. Uh, yeah, seeing him act because I thought he he was so strong. He's such a great face actor. He, the the eyebrows and the uh, you know, he's got this charisma about him that I thought he like he was a very very strong actor for in my mind out of all of the like he yeah he's he's just super solid. But the story just wasn't like there was. I think there could have been potential. It could have been scary. I think it was more goofy than scary, and I think they were kind of trying to go for that. Mm-hmm. But it just didn't. It made me sad because I went in and be like, "Oh my gosh, it's it's Star Killer, yeah!" And I was like, "Oh bummer, it's in like the bottom three at the very least. That that yeah. stinks." And uh, truthfully, oh you go. No, no, go ahead, Rachel. I was gonna say I think I would have ranked it higher if it had just it was it was annoying and it wasn't great. It was like Halloween version of Home Alone. Um, <laughs> but I think I would have ranked it higher if it tried to land funny instead of trying to land horror with the ending. Yeah, like, sure. The whole goofiness, weirdness of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think at the very end, spoiler, sorry, at the very end, the demon, they've like tried to drive all night after it turned out the kid they were kidnapping was a demon and they tried to set him on fire and leave him back at the house. And the guy, Sam Whitford... Nope, Sam Whit- S- Sam, yeah, Sam Whitwer went, Sam into Whitwer the, went into the store to get goes food. Goes into the store to get food, comes back, and the demon's there, and it ate his partner. And, like, if the demon had been in there and just been like, can I have a cheeseburger? I think I would have liked it more. Like, I think if they had <laughs> landed <laughs> it ridiculous and dumb and goofy, I would have been like, Or, like, okay. he would have looked back, and they both would have looked back together, and the, the demon would have, like, He's grabbed like having the, a milkshake. <laughs> or, or would have grabbed the burger from his <laughs> yes. hand and started eating it, and they both simultaneously <laughs> would have looked at each other and screamed, like, ah! Yeah. Or something yeah, like that. I would have yeah. liked it if it let, tried to land goofy. Trying to land it on horror when it really wasn't the whole time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. That's a really good point. I was I was trying to figure out for myself. I was like, why didn't I like this? And yeah, I think you just said it. Um, <laughs> but I think the only like silver lining in this whole thing is that the the most annoying character, that little goblin looking thing, looked just yeah. like Rudy Giuliani. And like, this <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my gosh! That's and so I funny. almost feel like that was intentional. So yeah, I was gonna say one of my best favorite things was the creature design because it just looked bad and gross. Like I wasn't like impressed yeah. or creeped out. Oh, well, I was creeped out, but I wasn't like creeped out in the way I wanted to be. Um, you were creeped out like you were looking at Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, exactly. So this was. <laughs> I, I will say I will kind of like counter what. Like, like I think what Levi was saying, like I, I like the premise. I think the premise is, I don't like. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I loved, I loved the idea of like the the the, the kidnappers calling the dad. Dad go, he's a shit kid. You keep him. He's your pro- <laughs> yeah, problem. Yeah. Like that was yeah. hilarious. Like I love the line delivery of the dad and him just being like, oh thank God, Jamie, they took the kid. <laughs> like I love Lynn. They took the like i love like that that's like the thing i like the most is whenever we cut to the dad talking about it um but yeah like it's just like 
it, like I think like Rachel put it good. It was just like uh, what were the the two guys from? It's just like Marv and Joe Pesci from Home Home Alone, just dealing with this goblin. This felt yeah. like the most goosebumpiest of like the goosebumpy like yeah ideas, and I don't know. It, it just wasn't for me. I was so fucking annoyed by everybody in this. So yeah, it was just. Yeah. I will say, I did say though. Uh, some of my favorite quotes were from this, though. Well, I did love at the end the guys go "fuck kidnapping, bro." I was like, "That's that, that <laughs> yeah. made me chuckle because like, where yeah. else will you hear that?" <laughs> but um, I love one of them going, "My nuts were viciously assaulted by a monster." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. So it did one. earn points for that line alone. So good writing, whoever wrote that joke in. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, otherwise, this this one sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's not not great. Although it was cool though to get the payoff because we did see this kid at at Ding Dong. He was one of the trick or treaters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he was the main character. His <laughs> jacket. Spot on. You knew. Hit it right on the head. Yeah. Sure. Alrighty. I, I guess we'll go ahead and move on. Fire uh. <laughs> rants over T-Rex. You could have been so good if you'd just been funny. Yeah. Mm. Alright, we are to our last story. Story number 10, Bad Seed. Uh, This one was directed by Neil Marshall, who also directed The Descent, which is an amazing British horror movie. The Cave Zombies? Yeah, 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 The Cave Zombies, yeah. So, which I, if you haven't seen it, go check out The Descent. It's awesome and scary and just fucking great. Anyways, so this one, it's kind of like trying to wrap up everything like all the stories are connected they're all in the same town at the same halloween night and we're dealing about a monster jack-o'-lantern that comes live and is eating people and we're following a detective that is on the case which is kind of hilarious um we find out that this uh this actually leads to the detective going back to this questionable farming facility where all these pumpkins are able to become autonomous and live and man-eating and it kind of mm. ends on that note um, so bad seed. Where do where does everybody have bad seed in the ranking? Uh, this is seven out of ten. This is six out of ten. This one's also six out of ten for me. Seven. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Same page. Roll right right around there. It's. I feel like that this one benefits from not being as bad as the other ones. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. 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 Uh, I I will say I love the idea of a killer pumpkin fantastic mm-hmm. got it that's like super halloween points for me uh yeah. it's the revenge of nature and acting back on humans for carving faces into them the totally. design of the pumpkin looks awesome and they have yeah. they just go ahead and just eat a kid in this so yeah i like that <laughs> i like that bravery yeah i think the pumpkin design was really good whenever he comes up and you see the like the bright glowing pumpkin with like the money on the ends of the candy <laughs> coins or whatever they are i was like that is a really good just that kind of that aura, that environment of the kid mm-hmm. walking up and seeing that radiating uh, pumpkin, I was like, that 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 that's pretty solid. And I really enjoyed how I thought, you know, it's it's a good thing to put this at the end because it officially ties everything together, mm-hmm. and we do actually do get to see, you know, homages to the old, like the people coming in and being like, this kid ate all the candy and they got chocolate over their hands. Yeah. Or, the like her in the car and she hears like the witching hour radio, which is the same uh, radio station that in the uh, grim grim grinning go grim grinning ghost that she was listening to and it just kind of is like oh my gosh that's happening it's all happening kind of all at the same time which i really appreciated mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what I had as my number four before I switched it with oh, Trick. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Like, yeah. Sweet Tooth was five, no matter what. But I had this higher. I felt the burden is that it had to, like, it was responsible for tying up all the stories and telling its own, which is hard to do in mm. 14 minutes, 30-something seconds. Right. Um, but it was one of the ones that I could have actually legitimately enjoyed, like, a longer feature of. Okay. Because I felt like it had so much responsibility. Um, nothing to me will... <laughs> ever be funnier i can't even i'm probably not even able to explain this without laughing there's a scene where the detective um has to go to the person whose job it is to like sketch the um, oh yeah witness. Oh, my stars. <laughs> and the fantastic. guy stone face turns his picture around and it's a pumpkin it's yeah. a jack-o'-lantern that killed this woman's husband you're not gonna believe this and, detective <laughs> i drew a pumpkin and just imagine <laughs> that like ske- yeah <laughs> Sketch artist being like, damn, I just work here. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm just, she's like yeah. crying, being like, it was a pumpkin, it was yeah. a And he's like, oh no. Yeah. I really want uh, shaped in orange. <laughs> I really hope that, like, at no point did the victim or witness say it was a pumpkin. She just kept giving details. And, like, halfway through it, he was yeah. just like, this is starting to look like something. This yeah. is going to look like a humanoid. Like, he, she's like, uh, it, it had orange. It had orange skin. He's like, oh, like a like a spray tan. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> like Leia. Yeah, orange skin, no. orange skin like a pumpkin, and like a green top like a pumpkin, and then a large gaping mouth like a pumpkin. And the thing for me, this whole there were a couple little cheesy parts like that. Like whenever she comes in and squats by the by the body with that is no doesn't have a head, and she's like, looks like what is the line? It says something like, looks like his head's been put in a blender. Talk about. Uh, Talk about oh, eat. Uh, it was like making a mess of it or something. Yeah, like, talk about eating too much with your face. Uh-huh. Am I right or something like that? And I was just like, Ooh. <laughs> no, let me have it. That was there were literally three female characters in this entire thing that were like characters that you, like meant something that had payable lines and personalities, and she was one of them. Oh my gosh! And you have to let me have Detective McNally. Detective, yeah, they were really hammering her name so much. Like, this is Detective (laughs) McNally. She's going to be in the spinoff. She's going to be in Tales of Halloween. Dose. She's that's right. Also, what's his name with the uh, town? The the guy from the office that's clearly a paper pusher that shows up randomly is like, Detective O'Malley, I brought a shotgun. (laughs) What's catch? And you're like, wait, how? First of all, she's like, I owe you that drink, and he was like, oh well. But let me say. Praise Jesus that he shows up with a shotgun and throws it to her. I thought he was going to shoot it. And I was like, don't do this to me in the finale. But no. Yeah. But no. Detective McNally gets to shoot the pumpkin. <laughs> and right. then the real big bad is capitalism. So, like, this was all my things. Whoa. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah, with the ending. <laughs> I, oh, it's great. I will say I do love the – because there's stuff I like about this. I do love the, the ending where she, – She's, she's, oh my gosh, so she has, we get a chasing with a human chasing a pumpkin in this. So she has yes. cornered this pumpkin in like a pumpkin patch. And the pumpkin's done that thing that like teenagers do in malls. Like they hide in the mannequins. And she, and the pumpkin's uh-huh. hiding with the other pumpkins. And the whole time, I, she's like trying to figure out which one it is. I'm like, I don't know, the one with human blood dripping from it. That's the pumpkin. Exactly. Or just shoot them all. They're pumpkins. Like Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, so I I just, just kind of love that absurdity in this. Um, it it was at least it was a funny note to go out on. I'll say. Yeah, and the ending was good. I like the ending, the ending of it. Good. Like the the idea of all of these pumpkins coming to life, and the fact that it took like an entire police force to take down one of the pumpkins, and it's like there's tens of thousands of these pumpkins mm-hmm. waiting to terrorize See, the world. 
that that was like the big thing I didn't like about it because it was so open ended and it kind of left it uh, open to interpretation of like I kind of like that though. I, I don't that's know. My that's my that's my taste. Me, that's my There's no closure. There's just no closure mm, to that. It's scarier I mean? that way. Yeah, it leaves it open to the imagination. <laughs> Pumpkin's gonna but, get well, you. Well, no, it, it makes me. If that was like a movie in the theater, it makes me frustrated that I have to wait another year or two for the sequel <laughs> to come out. When they're probably well, going to do that because they're going to see how the box office does. And they're like, all right, right. let's make this another money thing. But well, didn't you like that just... in Sweet Tooth, the open ending? No, I, I think he didn't. Oh, you no, didn't like no, 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 no. Okay. I, I liked the, I liked that it Why was. Why did I just uh, try to answer for Nate? I'm sorry. Go ahead. And... No, it was more of like a, a mind fuck type of thing. That's, sure. I feel like that's a different open end than this open end because that one was more of like. Yeah. There's a million of them, you know. That's but fair. this open end makes you think that I'm your pumpkin is one of those pumpkins. Like, that's what the open end is, is being like, there's tens of thousands. I wonder if I have one of those pumpkins. We did buy it... this from a factory. Um. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, you know, classic pumpkin factory. There's yeah. millions mm-hmm. of them. Could be anything. I was One more, like, little, like, viewing note that I had during this was... Um, uh, uh, I think Levi or Rachel brought up the the decapitated person, and that yeah. did that was like very gross. Them, I, I don't know. That got like a a um, like visceral reaction out of me, and it was at this yeah. point in the movie my pizza got delivered. So I like I was like oh, okay, I'm going to wait. I was like okay, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> sauce <laughs> and the pepperoni. Yeah, I was like, like, oh, I was like oh, why are they playing with this. the neck flesh? Oh, like, <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. Put that on a T-shirt. Why are they playing with the neck flesh? Not the neck flesh, <laughs> Lynn. <laughs> Play with the neck flesh. Put that down, boy. <laughs> Stop playing with that neck flesh. Yeah. Did y'all pick up on like that ASMR thing they were doing in the beginning when the guy was like gutting the pumpkin? No. See, that was like what you're saying with the pizza. That's how I felt with the beginning part where he's no. like carving his pumpkin in the beginning. I was like, ugh, oh, I need less of that. What, I didn't notice what that. Stuck out so, what stuck out to me so much was the guy carving the pumpkin had some sort of accent. And I was like, who is this guy just carving pumpkins? <laughs> this guy just carving his old pumpkin. Foreign and mysterious. I was like, okay. <laughs> I need and then you were like, and then guy. it wasn't relevant to the yeah. story. Not at all. He got eaten. Because he sounded different. That's that pumpkin. That pumpkin. <laughs> that pumpkin was that a was bigot or something. A it racist was, pumpkin. There yeah, it is. This is a story about xenophobia. Is what this is. That's right. That's right. <laughs> the sure deep meanings of the <laughs> tales of Halloween. Yeah, according to us, it's a story about xenophobia, capitalism, and yeah, <laughs> just the yeah, results. Yeah, we're we're talking about ding dong as the deepest meaning, but this one, this covers all the bases. Before we get to just recapping what our rankings are, I kind of want to just go around the room. If you were to pick one of these to be a full-length movie, what would you pick? Um, I would say I would love for Sweet Tooth to be a full-blown movie. That's the one I would pick because it just feels like Halloween. It's scary. It's a. It would be a really fun monster movie. Um, and for everything I said earlier, it felt so John Carpenter a little bit to me. So mm-hmm. and I almost made Sweet Tooth number one. It could very easily be number one. The reason why I wouldn't have Trick be number one is because it's kind of sad. People just killing kids and that's the story. I don't know. That If you were to make that one a movie, it would be very Disturbia-ish, but like way darker, I think. But um, totally. I would love to see Sweet Tooth as a full-blown movie. Hmm. I think that's fair. Okay. I would watch a full-blown Sweet Tooth. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, I would make him go see it, and he'd be miserable. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I, I really enjoyed. It. I thought they did a really good job. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I actually oh, would. Just... No, no, you, you started. Rachel circumventing no, the whole process. Sorry, no, because I was just, I was trying to get mine out of the way because I mentioned it. Mine is still bad seed. I think a, 
a full-length bad seed would be really fun. And I think that ending would be really good in a movie. Mm-hmm. As a standalone, Nate, as a standalone. Mm. <laughs> okay. I feel like, wait, which one was Bad Seed? That was the... The one we just the did. The very last one. Oh. The pumpkin. Okay. I thought you were saying Ding Dong. So I was gonna <laughs> say... <laughs> Ding Dong gives me like marriage story vibes. And mm-hmm. I, I can't yep. I can't do that again. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, it was a good movie. It was just, it was a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I know I have Trick as my number two, but I think that would be the most compelling story. Okay. Just mm-hmm. because, I don't know, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of depth to that story. And I liked the director and how he was like, we were all talking about like the cinematography. I want more of that. And yeah. I felt like the week in the wicked was good and it was compelling in and of itself, but it was good as a short story. And that was it. I didn't think there was a lot more to it. Agreed. Um, hmm. Got the closure we needed, but it's not a full feature. Yeah. Did it Brooker? I don't know if you got that or if any of y'all got this watching trick. Did any of y'all get like, um, uh, Oh, what's it called? That um, once upon a time in Hollywood vibes. Oh no! But I can could... Cam- camera angles and then the pool in the back. I just kept getting flashbacks to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. A oh, little totally, because of the finale. The a little... yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I totally. was getting way more. Have y'all seen the invitation? No, no. I was getting way. Y'all should watch that. That is a very, very intense. It- it's a thriller. It's a very intense thriller. I'll tell y'all Which more about it. Which one is this it. one? Uh, the invitation. Uh, it's on Netflix right now. I think I'll tell. I'll t- let me t- let me tell y'all about it off mic because I don't want to sit here and vamp too much about yeah. it. But sure, er- people listening, you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, mm. Directed by Karen Kusama, who also did Jennifer's Body. Anyways, Dope. but yeah, you know that, that's a good point, uh, Levi. And the point I have to make about the movie I just mentioned—they're both like L.A. movies. So very cool. Mm-hmm. My my feature like one. I also I hovered around Sweet Tooth a little bit. I thought that would be, but I. They did it so well in that segment. I was like, oh my gosh, that is just so... I just thought it was so... Yeah, it was my number one because it was so perfect. For the one that I would love a feature-length film of would be, honestly, The Week in the Wicked. I think that seeing that as a feature, I think that would be really cool. I think if we could like hash out the backstory of not just the, the victim, the guy who summons the demon, but I would love to see more of that gal who is actively bullying these people of mm-hmm. I, I you know i don't even know what exactly it would look like but and maybe the demon is just something that happens at the very end i'm not sure but i really think that that could turn into something that is a little bit more i don't know there was just so much there that we could really we could really get into it could it could be interesting to see how the boy found like the i guess the, the demonic rituals that would oh, yes. a good point to that point yes. right he, he would, goes yeah. to like to, to like the dark end of the library and he like finds the mm-hmm. book and they're like this book has never been here before when he goes to like mm-hmm. return it like Ooh, right yeah. i <laughs> carved something on his forehead like yeah the right, he did the right is messed I, up i could see it as like a really dark jumanji almost <gasps> like he finds oh. the book the, or the book rather it finds him and it kind of he dives into it and what does this mean and that that was the only for for the week in the wicked the only part that I thought was, uh, or one of the parts that I thought was not quite super strong was the fact that we didn't get like the backstory of the, of the trailer burning, like it just kind of was like oh by the way they they killed his parents, and you're like whoa that is so but it was just kind of real quick and we got a couple really amazing well, shots but I'm like I want to hash that out more like. Yeah. What is the cause of it? Like, what brought him to that point? These three kids are continuing to be that role in his life. 
for how you know however many years later mm-hmm. i don't know i'd love to see that as a feature film yeah i to, to me levi it kind of this story kind of reads like a stephen king thing like kids yes like being yes. like really handling like adult stuff but it's just kids yes. dealing with it yeah exactly yeah. i I almost feel like I, I wouldn't want to see The Week in the Wicked as a movie because I've seen it reminded me a little bit of like Death Note. Have y'all seen it? This is like no. it was Oh my Nate and it was Nate, I thought anime. of the exact same thing. I yeah. I got Death Note vibes so hard. Which mm-hmm. Death Note do you recommend? Real quick. Like which version? The the cartoon. The uh um, the full It's like animated. it's an anime? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Cuz the Cause movie itself was... isn't super fleshed out. <laughs> the the person who plays Death Note tones though also. it's yeah. it's Willem Dafoe and it's awesome like Death Note as the character I think like played by Willem Dafoe I think is so good that's amazing but, yeah, the, but I got the uh, the I definitely got Death Note vibes Nate like for sure I I felt mm-hmm. that we should time. totally watch that yeah we should. <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh let's let's go around and just recap what our rankings are i'll go ahead and start going from top to bottom at number one i had trick sweet tooth grim grinning ghost the week in the wicked at number five friday the 31st ding dong bad seed the night billy raised hell this means more and at number 10 the ransom of rusty rex and this is nate so one through ten i have the week in the wicked trick Grim Grinning Ghost at three, at four, The Night, Billy Raised Hell, five is Sweet Tooth, Friday the 31st, Bad Seed, The Ransom of Rusty Rex, Ding Dong, and at number 10, This Means War. And this is Rachel. Number one, (laughs) big surprise. Number one, The Week in the Wicked, Ding Dong, Grim Grinning Ghost, Trick, at number five, I had Sweet Tooth, Bad Seed, the Night Billy Raised Hell, Friday the 31st, The Ransom of Rusty Rex, and in Dead Last, This Means War. And then Levi had Sweet Tooth at number one, The Week and the Wicked at number two, Ding Dong at number three, Trick at number four, Grim Grinning Ghost at number five, Bad Seed at number six, Night The Night Billy Raised Hell at number seven, The Ransom of Rusty Rex at number eight, Friday the 31st at number nine, and then Dead Last, This Means War. Awesome. Well, thank you, Nate, Levi, and Rachel, so much for coming on to talk about the tales of Halloween. Happy Halloween, yeah, everyone. we got six yeah. months until the big show. <laughs> uh, I know. People listening, let us know whose list you agree with and which movie or which short you would love to be seen to be a full-length movie. Just comment on the Instagram post. And thank you so much for listening. And this has been so much fun. Go check out Tales of Halloween if you haven't seen it yet, if you made it this far and we spoiled oh, the whole yeah. thing. But uh, <laughs> please let us know what you thought. And um, watch some good movies, guys. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Bye. Thank you so Thank much you. for inviting Bye. us. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Ooh, I'm leaving that in there. <laughs> <laughs>